I need to get a we're, chair that fucking shoots it. you to the ceiling. Has like a uh, <laughs> like pressurized air in it. You just fucking like crank it and then shoot you up to the second level of the desk. I hate that this bit is proceeding as far as it is. Hi, Jake. I thought you were just gonna say, "I hope I I need a shit." <laughs> I. Here's something I want to talk about with Ivy real quick before we even get into interview. Yeah, uh, blooper reel. Yeah, blooper reel. The whole thing's a blooper reel. Ivy got really into caves recently, and now I'm seeing on Twitter she's talking about climbing. I thought she meant some bullshit weeb video game type shit, but <laughs> actually yep. means literal climbing. Crazy. Yep, she's been complaining complaining to me to do it all day. I think we're. I think she's like training for a spelunker arc. Like, <laughs> so like, did you not know I used to climb? I didn't know that. I was like a collegiate I climber. That? I don't know. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> I was on the, uh, I mean, it, it didn't last long, but I was on the NKU climbing team. Uh, <laughs> NKU. Fun. And I, yeah, I did a couple competitions, but I, I wasn't like in like the big circuits or anything. By the time that I was like actually climbing hard, uh, I was already like I had already dropped out of college, but I used to go to Lex to climb all all the time. <laughs> well, I do not do that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, but yeah, Ivy's a climber. Hello, Keely. He's a climber. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hi there. Doing, I'm finally here. Yeah, this will in in the order this is coming out and even being recorded, this will be the first episode of 2023. First episode Let's... of season three. Oh. Woo! Oh. I find I, all of my begging paid off. I got a big one. <laughs> you were on. I, you were on the Oogie Bagasi hour. I listened. I was. That's true. Yeah. I, I was the first one there too. So I'm just I'm keeping my place. <laughs> I know what I am. Yeah. Apologize uh, for the for the first episode of the new season. The uh, my appearance here on camera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day. Uh, <laughs> this is what we got. <laughs> work, work, work will do it. Work is doing what it'll do to you. Okay. Yeah. We still love you, Ivy. Uh, right. Mondays, yeah. am I right? <laughs> okay, Garfield. Anyway, yeah, uh, I just want to say that this episode is sponsored by a brand new Patreon. Uh, someone named Simon Simon. Uh, I asked them if they had any, like twitter handles or anything and they didn't respond so if you if you do uh please respond to me on patreon and i'll shout you out on twitter <laughs> but yeah brand new patreon thank you for joining the patreon we're at seven patrons and at 10 we're starting a minecraft server baby um oh shit yeah. real gamer hours <laughs> yeah. oh shit um you know Oh, we we're gonna have to have like a minecraft night or something like that uh for it but yeah 10 patrons. I will download Minecraft for that. <laughs> you know it. me. I fucking love caves. Minecraft got all those <laughs> caves, baby. I'm ready. Ready. And that will be available to everyone. Um, you know, no matter what tier, a dollar or five dollars, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that's all my self-promo bullshit that we got. Um, let's get into the interview. Keely from New Witch's Tongue uh sorry period and makoto um probably That's other stuff <laughs> but those are the ones <laughs> i know 
Um, uh, let, tons. Yeah. Let's get into the Batman Begins of of Keeley. Like you're Christian Bale right now. I'm Rosh Al Ghul. What's going on with the beginning of your music career? How do you get into music? This is always my favorite um, because people. <laughs> I, I get like as a preface i get two different sides of answers in this yeah people are either like oh you've got to be the most grassroots diy like you were (laughs) cutting your teeth in punk clubs doing heroin with the crazy guys and like people think i'm either that or i'm this like sheltered like trust fund baby into music (laughs) because i new york times Nepo baby yeah, like, fucking <laughs> cover. Like people think it's one or the other yeah. for the for the sheer reason of like, you know, I'm 27 and I I tell tour stories like I'm like 65. <laughs> so, I, I like nobody ever like asks. They're usually just like, "Oh yeah, so like your music scene must have been like real <laughs> real something, huh?" It's, I came up in South Florida music, South Florida music, um Florida Georgia the, line. The <laughs> <laughs> the, the south florida music scene is like very well known uh for the hardcore that happens oh. down there because miami's got a really well-known punk and hardcore scene um florida's really well known for having a lot of bands that are from there but they never claim it okay like, unless <laughs> unless they're asked like you yeah. if you think about limp biscuit how many people are going to be like, yeah, Limp Bizkit's a Florida band, unless you're like really But it makes sense, though. <laughs> it makes sense. It, it makes perfect sense. And there's a ton of Florida bands that you would think would make sense. But like, in that context, Florida just breeds this like special musician that's like not meant to be there. So I came from a scene of a lot of like really talented people growing up. And even like the, I started in cover music was like, I was a kid and my dad loved listening to classic rock and whatever uh so when i started taking lessons and my teacher was like hey we're doing group classes where we play shows my dad was like oh y'all playing zeppelin you're playing rush let's go let's get you there Uh, then you did um i did Mm. i'm recording but it's not fluctuating sorry (laughs) give me one second i want to make sure we're actually this is the troubleshooting part Who's yardage? Uh, the guitar yardage. player of Yardage. I shouted him out. Song caller uh, ID. Yeah. The, the when we were doing uh m- honorable mentions at the end, shout outs. Oh, oh I, my God. Yardage was one of the singles. <laughs> my my fucking brain the was soup at the and like <laughs> Um, don't you don't you edit the podcast? <laughs> you think I hang on y'all's every word? I'm Damn. looking for I'm looking for ums and us. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all are Hell talking yeah. about. Um, but yeah, it did record the audio, <laughs> yeah. so we're good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so the but... TLDR, since all of that got uh, hilariously <laughs> messy, uh, is that I came up in a scene with a ton of different like music types, and I started in a weirder part of music uh, by like it went from taking guitar lessons. And being really into guitar like i went from call of duty and like you know very basic shit being like the norm and then it turned into like it, it turned into wow music was kind of cool i learned this anime opening track this is neat i should keep learning songs uh because i had a guitar teacher i learned some songs i fell off for like a year or two because he moved uh yeah <laughs> 
and then I, my mom was looking around to get me back into it. And she found a school that was like near my, my middle school at the time. And was just like, Hey, can you just try a lesson with this guy? He came recommended from your old teacher. I think he'd be good. And the guy ended up teaching me everything I know on guitar. Uh, his name is Lou crazy, like 60s style shredder, like only plays strats and like boomer guitars, but that dude will play <laughs> circles around boomers, like super cool guy. And he took me in, he was doing this group program, but he was strict. So he was like, Hey, you're not good enough yet. When I think you're good enough, I'm gonna give you an invite and I really want you to join. I'm like, okay, but you said I'm not good enough. He's like, yeah, but I think you can be, if you get good enough, I'll let you do it. So Listen, I got good. You fucking suck now, but when when you don't suck, we got you. You're in. Like, Almost free, literally. Free he was like a very heavy hand like that. Like he'd be like, no, you're playing like garbage. Like you're playing bad today. <laughs> <laughs> so like I got better. I was motivated like because he was positive. At least he was like, I want to give you something, but you got to get better. So I got motivated and I just like got really good. And he's like, OK, join the performance program. So I start gigging with them. You know, we'll do. First, it started like recitals at like very basic, almost school garbage. Like, oh, this is a show. I'm putting together covers with a band to play a gig. And then it started becoming, hey, we booked you at a restaurant instead. Do you guys want to play there on a Friday night? Sure. So that was like my first gig taste experience. And that was like the bug. It was playing shows because I got into like at a young age, I got into Nirvana and like watching Kurt Cobain smash guitars and live DVDs and shit like the the hype and the craziness and like that, that boost of adrenaline that I saw in live music was what got me to like, okay, I don't care about the recitals anymore. I want to go play shows like I want to gig and get out there. Yeah. So I, I start gigging the covers, whatever. Covers start going well, and then I start my own cover band to just do our own separate thing. We covered Led Zeppelin. Whoa, cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's that band? Our, Greta, Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Don't my, just might do as that. Well, <laughs> for how young we were, we might as well have been, but we were actually playing Led Zeppelin music, <laughs> not ripoffs. Is that um, uh, is that where that, that video that you showed me of like old, old yes. Keely set, that's from that then? Yes. Is that, can you find that? uh is that oh out there i have i have it on uh, yes i have it on lock um <laughs> on lock. so so like i went through that phase and that didn't feel good enough i was like okay playing other people's music is like cool but like i'm writing my own stuff i was getting into like a day to remember and like pop punk yeah. at that time so i was like oh i want to make like he i want to make screamy music like i want to make heavy stuff so i learned how to scream yeah <laughs> And I started like writing these like shitty bedroom metalcore songs <laughs> and I got enough like friends from like the the little group classes who felt the same way. They're like, we want to play shows, but we don't want to play covers anymore. I was like, what if we started a, a fucking metalcore band? And that was my Finally. break into the local scene. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we wrote music for like two years and we thought we were awful for a while. And finally, it's like senior year of high school for all of us. And we're like, hey. We feel good enough. You guys want to try and book it like uh, it was the local Rocket Town? I was like, you guys want to book at the skate park and see if we could get a show? And they were like, yeah, sure. I messaged one guy, literal first message. He's like, actually, I got an opening three weeks from now on a Friday. You want to come play the show? And it was like this stacked, for South Florida's standards, it was like a stacked local show. We just hit him up at the right time. This group of teenagers to like <laughs> go play Rocket Town on a busy bill. And that like thrust me into all of this was like, 
I was 16 and, and like a deer in the headlights, like what is happening in front of me? Oh my God, this is crazy. Music is cool. Holy shit. Now I know music sucks. But back then I was like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh, and then that led us uh, to here. That was like the, the humble beginnings, the Batman origins. Yeah. I, I still think that that uh that of mice and men cover is uh is pretty solid. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. No, the I, I stick say, stickly one. No, fuck the stick stickly one. No, the, no, the no. of mice and men one. You did second and good... Sebring, didn't you? Uh, we did and <laughs> stick stickly. Yes. Uh, as generic as it gets, uh, they're on the. It'll get. I'll send it to the mutant puke uh, Discord. I will. I will put it out there into the ether. I think, yeah, that's your call to action, people. Join the Discord. See that whatever that will be. I'm sure it'll still be I good. Think... Like I'll be like, no, there's nothing to be embarrassed about here. I was, the... I was like 16. <laughs> I think the screams are good. I thought you nailed the screams. That was me. Yeah, I didn't do yeah. the clean scene. We had our 13 year old bass player, young little kid <laughs> who was also like a scene kid, just into the music. Like, yeah, just bought a bass was like oh i can chug and he's like i got a five string so he'd take the b string even if it was out of tune and just be like chug -a -ding, chug -a -ding, chug -a -ding. i'm so cool like <laughs> now he's a pop artist in orlando aren't we all <laughs> you know <laughs> so in your batman origin story what what would you say was your parents dying what what's the equivalent to that <laughs> in your story what what was the equivalent of the parents dying fuck me uh was it maybe you moving and then your mom finds a no. new music teacher? Is that no? no <laughs> I the, might be misremembering what you said. <laughs> the equivalent to the parents dying was me, I guess. Like, so when I stopped doing covers, my parents were like bummed out because they didn't like screamy music. They're like, "Oh, you're really good at music. Why do you want to do like?" Rah, rah, rah. like... Yeah. They so know, there's they no would money in it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I refused. Like back then I was just like again, so deer in the headlights that I was like, you know what? I really want to do this, so I don't want to play covers. I want to just do this. And they were like, just do both. They were doing the sensible <laughs> thing. But to me as a, a shitty teenager. Hour <laughs> last night. Yeah, as as a shitty teenager, I was just like, No, you guys just want to stop me from expressing myself. They're like, No, we want you to do both. <laughs> But then I bailed out. So that was like my parents dying moment was them like cutting off support was like, okay, you want to go do your own thing and gig and go play these different clubs and not like actual good venues. Fine. Go find your own rides to shows. Go do your own. <laughs> so I had to like DIY it. None of the band members had licenses yet. I didn't have a license or a car. We're begging friends like, hey, you're 20 and are playing this gig at the same time. Do you mind picking me up 40 minutes out of the way and I'll pay you gas money to take me to the gig? <laughs> like, Damn. <laughs> And mind you, we sold tickets to these shows too, so we couldn't not show up. Like yeah. we sold tickets, people were gonna be there, so it was like a it was like a fucking Neanderthal scramble of all of us. Call, can you please drive me from from such and such a city to this city? Because we gotta go play the gig, and like we found a way, we made it work. My mom won't take me to the gig. Can you guys pick <laughs> me up? If if ever the word talent farm came up, or R.I.P. to the goat of South Florida, my parents wouldn't drive there because I lived fifty minutes from there. So they were like, if you want, if you want to play a gig down there, go find your own ride. So I'd beg, hey, can you? Pl I'll I'll throw you twenty dollars in gas. Please come pick me up and take me to the gig and take me home, or I'll find a way home or something. Like that was my parents dying, like Batman moment was all transportation getting fucked, and I just had to figure it out. 
I realize that I cannot ask that question again because what if what if your one of your parents was dead? You know, oh. <laughs> first of all, it'd make a great reply like, "Well, my mom's dead," so <laughs> that that would be a big one. But um, I've lost. My I can make the easy joke. Yeah. I'm not going to make the easy <laughs> yeah, joke. I realized when I said it. I realized when I said it. <laughs> I think I made like a surprise chipmunk face because I made like a <laughs> <thing>. Um <laughs> Let's get back on track. Makoto. Hell yeah. Um, you, that's Makoto. a project you're not doing anymore, correct? Uh, hiatus. Hiatus. So okay. we're, work, we're working on music to make sure that we finish an LP that we were working on. But as like a functional, like going out doing stuff band, yeah, we're hiatus. Okay. So existing, not existing. But gotcha. Yes. And RIP the goats. And I was listening to it earlier. It is like completely instrumental, right? I, yes. I don't think I heard any vocals. Yeah, it's we good tried. Stuff. So <laughs> <You> tried. Uh, <laughs> what we, happened? So when we started, Makoto's like backstory was I was in a ton of bands, and then like I don't know, things just got murky after like being so busy and just like a lot of a lot of like drama happened. So I was like, hey, let me take a break. I took a respite out of the music scene and mm-hmm. just like went to shows and was just a bystander for a little bit. Cause yeah. like I was playing, you know, fucking three sets a night every show, three yeah, of my bands would get booked because yeah, we, you know, every every band I was in was getting booked on the same show. So I was like, holy shit, I'm <laughs> I'm dying here. Yeah. Uh so I took a little a little break and um, I was kind of just feeling really down about music stuff. Like I started writing my own music and I still felt bad about it. And I was like, I want to do like riffy post hardcore, but I don't think I'm good enough to do it by myself. I can't write it alone. I don't feel confident in doing this. And um, one day out of the blue, uh, my roommate uh, here, um, Pete, hit me up and was just like, hey, I'm trying to start like a like we had done a project previously like a midwest emo thing it was like hey i'm trying to like make music and i really like the way you make music me you you wanna <laughs> yeah you wanna link up and i i was a little hesitant because he threw me off guard with it uh we were talking about it and, uh i knew him as a drummer he was in like a bunch of midwest emo bands in south florida florida as a drummer so I was like, oh, like, you know, can you play like that? I've only seen you play one way. I don't know if you can play the other way. He's like, oh, no, I'd be playing guitar. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, dog. I don't know that you play guitar like that, you know? like. So we we took it on a whim because we had worked together. So I was like, I trust you enough that, like, let's try it. So I went over to his place and he had sent me a demo uh that was just his guitar and i wrote bass and drums over it and we liked the idea so i was like let's flush that out in a room together blows me out of the water he can shred (laughs) sweep picking solos the works i go in there thinking i'm gonna be like top shit tour experience like this tight guitar player is like the second we sit down to start Mm -hmm. writing so that was like the start of this destructive friendship of like (laughs) I wanted like Terramelos, noise rock, math rock, constant time signature changes, like complicated music. And he was like, how can we make that accessible for people to like jam to it and still be weird? Mm-hmm. So he had, the, it was constantly, I was like, hey, what if we did 60 guitars in this one part with fucked up pedals? He'd be like, how about we do two fucked up tracks 
and an enormous one. <laughs> and we we kind of learned to to balance each other out and when we got to the phase of writing we had like three songs uh we were like we should get a vocalist we should get a singer because a singer you know we thought we were in that swan quarry realm a singer would round out this sound yeah uh we tried out one person before we were like fuck this just instrumental like <laughs> let's, just do, let's just do us and then we tried again um we tried out uh i guess it's public knowledge because he said it in an interview so i don't mind saying it jay from cat company tried out for uh uh makoto briefly uh and we made a couple we made a couple cool tracks um we got along as people but in a working sense the the relationship just did not (laughs) did not click and pan out sure Um, yeah so that was like our nail in the coffin of like the one time we tried with someone we were hoping was going to work it didn't and we said fuck it like (laughs) let's just stick to who we are we gigged and toured as an instrumental band let's just fucking do that like i mean instrumental alone it's a very full sound i think you know you know it's good as it is i don't think it needs a vocalist by any means but if it did you did like want to enter that swan core kind of realm i think y'all would have been you know kind of standouts in terms of instrumental sound i think even yeah, now it, like there's definitely that standout sound like i go back and i listen to that shit all the time because like before i i got i pulled keely into my bullshit projects like i, I was our a of... story. <laughs> yeah, yeah our origin story yeah before i pulled keely and all that i knew keely through like through Kodo and Daisy, because I think uh, like Daisy was like booking a tour and like looking for bands to to play, so she, she turned me on to to Kodo, and then um, and then like you know fucking the rest is history. But um, I was drawn to it because it almost has like the way that it feels accessible to me is that it has almost like a video game kind of vibe to it, while still being like a fun, interesting instrumental sound. Uh, that I feel like a lot of bands miss because they all just want to be Chon, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That was what we were afraid of was that was a big influence. So it was like, how do we take that influence, but not just have everybody come up to us after the gig and be like, yo, Oh my God, you guys sound just like Chon. It's going to (laughs) happen. How do you, how do you avoid that was kind of everything that we went for, especially because they're not our biggest influence either. It was like, we don't want to be pinned as that when that's not all that we do yeah i didn't uh, get i didn't get chon or strawberry girls from the sound at all i'm I'll sure there's I, no time. i mean <laughs> hilariously this i'm pointing this art piece yeah is the original print uh of the single honey ginger that we did Ooh. uh this was the original piece cool. i keep Yo, it on not my to, wall because that single fucks not, <laughs> not to, to completely too much derail the conversation uh, but speaking of background pieces, Jake, what the fuck is that back there? Ooh, well, we will sign. That's my shelf. <laughs> no, no, oh. next to it. <laughs> um, what does it say? Gay? Something about being? I'm gay, probably. Yeah, Claudia <laughs> yeah. wrote that a long time ago. I forgot. Amazing. <laughs> I noticed it like like five minutes ago, and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's backwards too, right? The video. No, I can see. No, it. it's coming up correct here. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, Good bit. <laughs> yeah. So, so what the that. fuck were we talking about? <laughs> You've derailed me. <laughs> You've derailed me. Sorry. <laughs> Makoto. We were talking about Makoto. Makoto. I liked it. Thank you um, for thinking that. I am not an instrumental guy usually, but uh, yeah. Uh, 
it's, okay. So one of our one of the things that we used to like at first I tried to brag about it in a meme sense and mm -hmm. like try to take it as our as our bit. And the further along we got with it, the more that I started to resent the bit was <laughs> we had three guitar players. Yeah. But to make it worse was we had three guitar players all playing different amounts of strings. Okay. We had a, a nine string player because we wanted keyboards, but we didn't want to commit to a full keyboard player with all the gear, all the setup, everything. We couldn't find somebody. So we got a nine string player with pedals. Can same do thing. almost the same thing. <laughs> then I switched to a seven string. So we had a seven string, a nine string, both with extra tuning and whatever and then we had a six string that only played in one tuning so we were switching tunings the lead guitar was in one tuning the whole time and then we had a five string bass you had a stage flooded with pedals because we had huge pedal boards like assholes you had the drum set with the sample pad on it it was <laughs> like it it filled itself out just by being obnoxious <laughs> like yeah. that was always our goal was to just like stage volume what you hear is what you get we don't care like we don't need any extras we can fucking do whatever you hear on a recording <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so that's how we that's how we got that instrumental sound to not be i guess the same as everybody else was we just said fuck it <laughs> now are you a producer like do you have you produced other people's records because um, I've seen the name Koto Sound before attached to you. So what does that mean? What is Koto Sound? Heck yeah. I love a reason to promote myself because uh, I don't do it properly ever. So, <laughs> um, so Koto Sound Audio is a thing that I started working towards in like the middle to the end of 2020. Um, I started pursuing like audio engineering mainly. I didn't want to do like the mixing and the extra steps. I just wanted to be the person that pressed record, set up the microphones, got the special tracks, and that was it. That's where yeah. I wanted to draw my line. Um, because I'm super interested in like guitar equipment and like audio equipment. I play multiple instruments, so I like drum stuff. I like bass yeah. stuff. Um, Hardware. So I got. Yeah, I got really into the process of just, like, recording. I liked the recording process as a whole. Uh, and over time, I started doing the Makoto demos while we were talking about what studio we were thinking about going to to, like, do a full length. And my interface died. Uh, and that was, like, my little two-track. It had, like, two microphone ins and an instrument that allowed me to track our demos. And I did everything with it. And... When it died, I, I sat and I looked at my wife and I was like, hey, Tiff, what if I got like a big eight channel interface and started like recording drums? I started, you know, taking recording more seriously. And she was like, well, your demos sound good. She's like, everybody tells you that your demos are really high quality. She's like, I don't think it's a bad idea. So we went to Sam Ash that day because we have a Sam Ash credit card in the most irresponsible way. We <laughs> drove to Sam Ash that day when my ship broke and we were like, hey, uh, let me get this uh, Focusrite interface that's got eight inputs. And I started doing demos, and then I fell in love with mixing. I was like, wow, not only is the putting the mics on stuff cool, but then sitting there and making the song sound good is cool. And that kind of just snowballed into, wow, this is just interesting. I should do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now it's here. Uh, 
you got like a business email or <laughs> you know plug uh, it yes. a little bit oh yeah more more plugin <laughs> yeah uh I, I didn't know if there was anything in between uh yeah so like i do pretty much everything i use it as my umbrella to promote um so i do my session work as that uh, i do if you need touring musicians i do it as the studio name it's kodo sound audio um any production thing you can think of mixing mastering uh being a producer just recording uh engineering and setting up your mics for you tech work anything under the umbrella of music be it produced or live sound is kind of what i'm going for uh on instagram i think is the only social i have for it but by the end of this we'll plug my own socials you'll be able to find me somehow yeah yeah uh, but I also do live sessions, which has been the biggest, most popular thing I've done, uh, as I have bands rolling through on tour that just come in. We really? set up in my living room. We get the microphones set up all nice, and we we track a live session, just how they play, how, how they cool. run a set. <laughs> yeah, and we mix it from, from the top down. We get a full production mix, and then they get their stems, video. We, we do as much as we can in the living room. It's a super, super neat thing that I never expected in a million years to do. <laughs> Do those bands just post the videos themselves or are they attached to like a YouTube channel or something? Typically it's posted themselves. The We did four this year. None of them are out yet, mm. uh, but the, like the audio itself is done. It's uh, me and a partner friend, uh, Connor. Uh, he was in a band called Never I in North Carolina. He doesn't have a studio name yet, um, but Connor Vaught, good dude. Uh, he's where his studio is where we did the new witch's tongue drum tracks uh, in South Carolina. Uh, he met me, I want to say six years ago on a, on his first tour ever. He was like an 18 year old kid. Yeah. His band went on tour. They played South Florida. My band got booked to open. We, we met, we all hit it off. And when I moved to North Carolina, I was like, Hey, how close am I to you? He's like, Oh, you live an hour from me. So we've stayed in touch and he was like, Hey, I have a really nice camera. You do good audio. What if we, what if we yeah. put the heads together? Is it kind of like the Makoto thing? He's like, what if we uh, put the heads together here? <laughs> yeah. uh, so we've got those cool live sessions. I just did one for a band from Chicago, Sawamura No Hitter, uh, who, if you don't know them, I'm going to plug them hard as shit. Uh, they're really good for like punky uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that comes out. They were saying like next month. So yeah. that'll be neat. Uh, yeah. but I do, I do it all. There's records coming out. I did the Makoto split that's out. I done, I did hyper Olympic side. They recorded here. Uh, you, you name it in that realm of, of music stuff. I've put my foot in it. <laughs> I did the sorry stuff. I guess yeah. that, that should have been the one I led with. I produced that. <laughs> Let's roll into that. Sorry. Sorry. Period. Why, why the period? Right you know, period. I I've been meaning to ask Kev this, like, what does a period mean? Is it just an aesthetic thing, or do, is it artistically mean something to you? So I love that because our reason, like I've seen pulses explain it before, like oh. you know, just like passing tweets or stuff. Like they'll do yeah. like just quick, quick fire answers about <laughs> it, and our reason is so different. <laughs> really? um, so so theirs is like it's it's meant to be part of the name. They wanted it to be part of the look and the brand and the thing. Yeah, and that's that's more than reasonable. That's a reason to make yourself stand out. Ours was a disagreement, uh, <laughs> was the band name. Sorry came to be 
back in like 2015, Steven, the vocalist and myself tried to do a metal project together. Um, I was super busy because I was in a million bands. We did one demo, it fell apart, never did anything with it. We tried again, same exact thing. Did one demo, fell apart, never did anything with it. He gave up on me and tried with Hiro, the other guitar player of Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, he put he put together a full band. He had a drummer, bass player, two guitars, the works. They tried, they did two rehearsals, fell apart, didn't work. <laughs> I yeah. begged them to join and they told me no because Steven was like, you're in too many bands. It's going to fuck it up. I don't want it. <laughs> uh so then in like 2020, I took one of the songs we wrote together the first time. I was like, hey, this demo is still pretty good. You want to do it? He's like, yeah, fuck it. Sure. So we tracked like scream demos and I sent it to Hiro and Hiro's like, yo, he's trying to start Sorry again. Fuck you. I was like, what is Sorry? <laughs> like, oh, Steve, the band named Sorry when we were together and we thought it was sick. And I made a joke. I was like, the only they all make fun of me because uh there was a point in time where my entire personality was worrying about aesthetic and aesthetic choices <laughs> yeah so i made a joke and i'm just like the only way i'll join a band with the two of you and do it and call it sorry is if it's sorry with a lowercase s and a period at the end and they were <laughs> like why i was like because it looks pretty and they're like fuck you you're annoying you're so lame <laughs> And the more we thought about it, they're like, God, we really like the name. Sorry. I was like, my condition stands. It has to have a period in lowercase ass. And Steven was like, uh, let's, let's hear them out. So like we just typed it out. And I think it was fucking Times New Roman is the, the font that we use for everything. It's like one of the standard Microsoft fonts. Yeah. Uh, and we typed it out with the period. And they were all like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, sorry with the period. <laughs> so when we went to go make all our socials, we were like, we can't do just sorry with the period. So we we're like, sorry, underscore period. Make it a fucking point. Like, put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> so that is how we ended up as sorry, period. Um, it's, it's one of those band names where it's like, I'm surprised no one took it i was honestly assuming it was maybe uppercase sorry there was period already is a thing there what wait wait what uppercase s sorry period is a thing lowercase sorry s does not exist out there and that is what we're riding on <laughs> so there uh, there is a band called sorry with an uppercase s there's uppercase s no period sorry there's uh... uppercase s period sorry and then there's lowercase s period sorry your band is... name is just the same as another band's name <laughs> what do you mean it's the same name the punctuation the cannot lowercase, count lowercase s <laughs> no i was talking about this shit the other day like because I've seen bands where they do that. They have the same name as another band. So you go to search them up and you're like, where the fuck are you? Like, this isn't your music. And I was like, am I the only person when I when you come up with a name, you're like fucking Googling that shit and being like, <laughs> yeah. no one else better have this name anywhere. Uh, we just said fuck it. We, we, we just went for it. <laughs> when you come fuck up with a ball. good name, Googling to see if someone has already taken it is so hellacious. It's like, God oh, damn it, I, I don't want to look, but I know I have to check. 
I was so scared looking up mutant puke, but there's just a bunch of puke mutants out there. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking That's idiots. why I don't name songs for bands or anything. I don't name bands. Like, when I join bands, I'm like, somebody else figured out. And they're like, oh, you're going to help us. I'm like, no. <laughs> I really don't. I'm bad at it. I'm so Naming good. songs? Naming songs, I'm great at. Oh, you can ask I think I'm everyone is, like... That. Like, I I think anyone could be a professional song namer. Quite honestly, oh, sorry, no. fungus man. Have, you, have you heard the sorry the sorry song names? Uh, yeah, bind and hunger. Oh no, no, oh. the demo names. Oh well, so, those don't count. <laughs> those don't so the demos count. come from me, and they're not allowed to be final names because normally <laughs> I just like, like okay. So the demo name for hunger, right? Hunger's demo was called Sorry Bungus Man All Out of Dongles, what Ivy just said. Yeah. (laughs) It was from a Discord call. Hyro and I were sitting there, and I was like, dude, I can't write today. I have no inspiration. It's going to be shitty. Why are we doing this? I was, like, throwing a fit. Yeah. And then I wrote the the intro riff. Da-da-da, da-da-da. And then I wrote the whole song in one sitting. We finished it (laughs) in that Discord call. Um. So I, when we were going to save the project file, he was like, what do we call it? And I was just like, uh, word generator, word generator, uh, uh, so- sorry, bungus man, all out of dongles. And I pressed enter and he was like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like here, some of the demos in the folder, femboy waste management, uh, was just <laughs> words that came to the wall. Uh, oh, this is my favorite one. Everybody loves this one. It's when you, when weed, when it, and it goes when, and it when goes it. A classic. Really just it like rolls, rolls off, off the tongue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one, uh, TikTok cock and ball torture, spring break oh, yeah. 2K22 uncensored edition. Wait, I think you were onto uh, something with that. That's a hitbox <laughs> title, honestly. <laughs> That's a hitbox song. <laughs> I just kind of like throw shit at the wall and then press enter and then whatever it is, like I send it to the chat. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I really go. like, uh, I really like the the most recent demo. Oh, uh, we can't say that here, <laughs> but it's good. The most recent demo title is real good. <laughs> Why can't you say it? <laughs> I mean, regard cyber grind. We could say it. <laughs> oh. It just just know it involves cyber grind. Okay. Sorry's going a weird way. <laughs> cyber grind. Big money cyber grind. Okay. I'm just saying. That doesn't exist yet. Big money cyber grind. Big money cyber grind is a thing. Yeah. Is it? It's like a yeah. Twitter page. I don't know if it's a band, is it? Uh, I don't. It's not a band. <laughs> okay. It yeah. It's most, just like a it Twitter is most page. certainly kinda, a thing. They kind of just hype up cyber grind. That's sorry. Is there any more sorry lore we should know about? Any tidbits that you think might be oh, interesting to the, to the people of the world? Keely? Uh, Keely, do you have anything interesting to say? Is your wife... Well, I have like, does your life amount to anything? How about that for a question? No, huh? It doesn't. It God doesn't, damn. actually. How, what's your legacy gonna be? This just became an interrogation. Uh, really bad. Have you seen Paddington 2? Uh, yes. It's awful. What? Zero out of ten. No. Zero out of ten for Paddington. No, he's a little bear. He helps people. I feel like that's. I feel like that's something that that uh that's some real real Keely lore. Worst takes ever. <laughs> Always. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't get a question about that. To be honest, I'm surprised I didn't get hit with one of those. Uh, well, Ivy's fucking here. She should have asked it. <laughs> Ivy, you got the floor. Oh God. 
<sighs> Where do I even begin with this bitch? <laughs> Especially because Ivy stayed in my house and hung out with me in person, so it's an extra layer of worse. <laughs> No, this you were like I'm shooting in right now is where she slept. <laughs> that's the thing though, like you're you were really really nice to me in person because I was super stressed out to fly there and then record this song cuz I hadn't record vocals with anybody that else so except nice. for Daisy. So you were like extra nice to me because I was super nervous. You didn't even like force me to play climbing or that climbing. Jesus Christ, I got it on the brain. Uh you didn't force <laughs> me to play any fighting games. We played like I one night once. of Melty. We played yeah, like one night one. of Milty. And then the last time that you played fighting games while I was there, I, I got drunk and watched K-pop music videos with your wife instead. Normal. But it loves K-pop. The most recent uh, bad take that I feel like Keely had was uh, the Hell the Sun album rankings. Interesting. Oh, here we go. I I'm curious. Keely. I have my own opinions. You want you want me to go? You want me you want me to list them yeah. off before Ivy starts is going this like mad a, about is it? Is this like yeah, an S tier, A tier type of thing or? Yeah, it's kind of like best to worst. Okay, gotcha, so, gotcha. So we were discussing it. Um, while Ivy and I have a similar taste in like one or two albums that we think are the best, we immediately fall off on what comes <laughs> right after. Can, can I just say that I think the public's opinion for Hail the Sun, this is just a guess, probably wake <laughs> or testosterone yes or yeah. testosterone yeah, or, what about uh, elephantitis yeah that's El elephantitis yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the song so, you're looking for is testosteranosaurus that one yeah <laughs> that one so for me wake is number one yeah i i think that they've made a lot of incredible music i don't think they've made anything that has touched that kind of songwriting for them and i you know that happens to bands where it's just like that at the time that's what they were feeling the record came out that way you can't help that that's yeah. just what was happening wake is one of those records that like they really hit something special with that album it's unfortunately um, like their second record though <laughs> so, yeah like the precedent, I, I got into them uh, yeah I, I i got into them after the first album so i skipped the first lp uh power right in the kisser it's never really been for me, mainly because the songs are okay, but the production is just bad enough that I'm like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. Have they have other on... records that sound very good. I have that on CD. I think it's somewhat rare. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's just an older record, yeah. and I mean, like, it's it's nothing against the songs. I think the songs are good, especially because they've redone a couple as, like, demo forms. There's good ideas there. It's just... When it comes to the listening, after that, they went to so many nice studios and got really nice quality. It's hard for me to go to their, like, shit quality stuff <laughs> after having so many yeah. years of great music. Like, sure. So, Wake is number one for me. Elephantitis is a close number two. But Elephantitis is, like, that's what got me into Hail the Sun. I had never heard a drummer that could sing and play that fucking <laughs> yeah. insane garbage. Like, incredible. So, Elephantitis is up at number two. Uh, number three, I would probably put out of everything they've released, uh, Ivy, with releases, can I put a single or does it just need to be the full releases? I mean, we when we first talked about this, it was the full releases. We weren't talking about the, the singles. I know, but there's one cause... single that goes in between. Devastate and Recalibrate is like, that would be number three if it wasn't just full releases. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good that song. single is very good. Yeah, that was and that one didn't get a, like a separate release or an EP or anything. That was a single by itself. So 
Uh, I, I think that's I would fair say, to say to put as yeah. Its own it thing. since it didn't go anywhere else, yeah. yeah, it it gets its own. So I would say wake, elephantitis, devastate and recalibrate as a single. Uh, then I would say new age filth, or I'm sorry, no, not that. Uh, other way around. <laughs> then after devastate and recalibrate, I would say is mental knife, then oh. new age filth. And then Seeker Wars at the absolute bottom, and then Culture Scars below that. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> Listen, Culture Scars has a lot of song. Entertainment Lies is one of my favorite Hail the Sun songs. Uh, Burn Nice and Slow is one of my favorite Hail the Sun songs. That album does not stand to the rest of their records in the slightest. <laughs> so I can, okay, so I'll give you the fact that I am very biased on that record because of when it came out. But you can't, you can't dog on Secret Wars Secret like that. Secret Wars is Secret kind Wars, of a good EP. It has <laughs> one good banger. song to me. There's one song on there that's goaded beyond compare, and then the rest of the record I could throw away, and I don't care. And the last time you didn't even say the name right. Come on, you said eleven oh nine. It's one one oh nine. Come on, fake fan. What? You can't. <laughs> hey, I would have called it eleven oh nine too. <laughs> New Age Phil. One one. I think that's one one oh nine is fantastic. I thought New Age Filth was a good record too, but comparatively, I liked Mental Knife more because I felt Mental Knife was closer to Wake than anything they've ever done. Mental Knife was the closest thing they've done to Wake since Wake. I thought Secret and I know bands pretty close to Wake. See? Like bands, bands grow and change, but that's also because of the timing. Remember, Secret Wars was right after Wake. Secret Wars was like their next major release after mm. Wake. Donovan That's straight up true. told me that it was like a spiritual successor to Wake. Like it was, it Culture was. Scars is the next album after Wake. Yeah, I don't consider that one because it's at the bottom. <laughs> of you can't just not consider it. It gets. <laughs> you do have to no. deal a little bit with the reality. Of <laughs> well, then, and that's what I'm saying. Worse, Jake. It, it's worse that I just said that I like songs like "Entertainment Lies" and uh, "Burn Nice and Slow" are high on my list. "Gratitude's high on my list. I like song. The singles on that record were fantastic. <laughs> The record as a whole, I can't get through it. I can't listen to it top to bottom. I don't I like Culture Scars. I don't think. I don't either. I don't like it at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's at the bottom of my list. Great, my top great three, probably Wake, New Age Filth, and Secret Wars. Um, New Age Filth no. has Domino, and that's a Domino's a big one. Domino's like a very big return to form for them. I just, I don't know. I got, I got Wake, Elephantitis. Oh, go ahead. Secret Wars, Culture Scars, New Age Filth, and Mental Knife at the bottom. So wrong. Mental Knife is so good. Mental Knife is really, really well done. I mixed. <laughs> I listened to it once and I, it didn't grab me, but I didn't hate it. But you know, it could be a discog topsy in the future. Hail See, the sun. Yeah, that I think for Mental Knife for me was I fell entirely out of love with like the swan core and like because i don't want to say swan core as a genre because it's a goofy name as yeah. a sub thing like i fell out of love with that area of post hardcore for a little while just because like i was burnt out of all the music i was doing was like that you know i just got tired of it yeah so in that time period was when those records were coming out so i just like it's not it's like, all right, cool. You're doing the same thing everybody else was doing in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and those records just don't stand out for me in the same way. But then Mental Knife was like one of the first coming back into that sound 
and I was like, oh fuck, Hail the Sun's still doing good. Hell yeah. Like that that one pulled me back in. Uh, I, I think that one got it. I I'd like to make a note though, that at the very least, like when when Kaylee and I interact with each other because we talk all the time, it does sound like we fucking hate each other. We don't this is this is just it's this is just how so we interact. Well. Great yeah, friends, like, like we're so sweet like, to each other. Even if we like, yeah. shit on each other, it's 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 all love. Like it'd be funny <laughs> if you treated every guest we had like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on these bitches. <laughs> no, no, I can, I'm special. <laughs> could you imagine like next guest? At least who you told me is coming on. Like I just like. I fucking can't stand the way you <laughs> like things. <laughs> what even is a spidusy? Spidusy. Spidusy. Um, let's, you know, move on to, you know, kind of what you're going. Obviously, Sorry is also like a parallel project going on, but New Witch's Tongue, obviously. You're uh, put out Ghost baby. Girl. Uh, this year at the time recording, last year at the time of release. Tell me about Ghost Girl. Tell me about New Witch's Tongue. We've heard Ivy talk about this shit. Uh, Ivy's old news. We want your Achilles take on it. Oh, yeah, because okay, so yeah, because I was supposed to be here for <laughs> yeah. that release, and then I was on tour, so I couldn't be. You were in a. Okay. You were in a fucking in a van. van. It sounded like you were yes. you were Woody in Toy Story, where he's like in the back seat of the t- car. <laughs> so yeah so i was not here to be able to express that but i was in the night that came out we played in brooklyn so i was in brooklyn with jamie so at least i was with part of new witch's tongue when that <laughs> happened uh that was cool um ghost girl uh happened really fast by my doing um i kind of came to ivy like a fever dream nightmare uh Great. and i was and i was like hey so sorry's gonna release our our songs when i go on tour so i can promote it on tour because i'm filling in yeah. I, I was filling in for i met yeti and i like just came to ivy and i was like if i'm producing sorry's done already so i have time you know like this was uh had to be june or july of this year i was like i'm not going on tour till october so you have time for me to finish this for us to set up prep and to put it out can you do it? Can you pull it off and have it done? <laughs> I was kind of like an asshole about yeah. it. And I was like, <laughs> you know, my other band is going to have shit. You want me to promote? Put your money where your fucking mouth is. Let's do it. Like, let's put a single out. And it was like 50% a joke, but also like, hey, you really want to do it? I'll do it. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> and so from there, it was like I did the the guitars for the demo and they turned out really well. So I one day uh, was, I think we determined was like end of July to August. I set up all my drum mics. I just had like an impulse moment. And I was like, let's set up the drums. Sure, let's play drums today. So I was like, I need to do demos for New Witch's Tongue and we need the drums done. So I'm going to track drums today. So I tracked for two of the songs, one of which being Ghost Girl. Uh, it was a brutal session because it was the middle of summer. It was 90 degrees in my garage with no fan because the mics would pick up the noise. Uh, I threw up. It's great. <laughs> um, and I came in to listen to the drum tracks, and they were so good that I was like, yo, we can use these for the single. And I sent like the rough edit drum tracks, and Ivy was like, yeah, mix it. Mix it and see how it sounds. 
we got first rough instrumental mix and she was like yeah we can fucking do this like sick uh so she started talking to me about like getting a trip up here and we were very haphazard like i don't know if we can do it maybe maybe we can do it in two weeks maybe three weeks like very last minute just get her up here to do vocals uh and we canceled one time trying to do it and it was the middle of august and she's like hey can i come first week of september let's just bang it out let's do one song while i'm there and demos and fuck it let's get it done so she came up for like it was i think it was a wednesday to a sunday we did right yeah it was like five days uh yeah i think that was like a long weekend actually yeah we didn't we didn't do any like other demos we just focused on that one song but like we the, when we were in here it was like no breaks no like rests like we sat in here i think the first day was what eight hours eight or nine hours yeah uh with like one or two standing breaks uh and then the second day where we were finishing the main stuff was really short and then we did a really long day for dubs and screams um we started mixing before ivy even left so she got home and she's like oh I'll give you some time, like, just try to have us a mix in two weeks so we yeah. can start to prep the release. And then I think, what was it, four days later, I sent you the, the first <laughs> yeah. mix. I said, I, I went, like, hardcore tunnel vision, and I just, like, banged it out. Sent the first mix. We went through only, like, two or three mix revisions, and then we had the ghost girl that is out there now. <laughs> I, I pushed her real hard, and I talked shit, and I was like, you're not going to finish. And she's like... <laughs> yeah for anybody like, for anybody who's just listening i'm flicking off the camera because that's what yeah, ivy did yeah <laughs> yeah like we're fucking definitely like the menaces of the band like ever since Big like time. keely hopped on it's just been like insane grinds like we're in like dms planning out like two years in advance and just like and it's all serious too like it's it's not even like we're fucking around like it's complete menace hours in there like fucking practically 24 7 the year of 2023 is fully planned not booked but it's planned for touring yeah take that for whatever (laughs) you will as a leak but the entire year for us like what our plans are for 2023 are in place we're insane like we've got a whole calendar year planned out right now jesus (laughs) the the, the single came insane yeah the single came together in the same exact way it was like we just got that one push of motivation that we needed and i was like let's get on a voice chat call and four hours later we had like an excel doc full of shit and plans that we wanted to do like it's that's how the single came was just that i'm a snowball and a wrecking ball and when i want shit done i want shit done so the second ivy put the the ball in my court to do the instruments i was like fuck it let's go (laughs) everybody hurry up to fucking be on pace let's go like yeah wow so do you y'all know when you want to put out the record do you want to say well i'm not you know you don't have to say i'm just wondering if you know i'm not gonna put out anything of course too much but i will say that we are aiming for a bright and sunny season in the year Hmm. uh of next year for a real sweet uh more songs than an ep i'll fucking tell you that <laughs> yeah and uh i'll also say uh I- i've gotten some some emails back from a few people so we got some other other cool shit uh coming down the line 
Um, 2023 and, and, the, and the, yeah. early, the middle is about to pop off to yeah in the most broad obnoxious way we can put it where people will be confused early 2023 is about to pop the fuck off okay well that's tongue is about to go crazy and sorry's gonna go crazy in the same time too so yeah but, uh, but like the guns back blazing. to back for you <laughs> to say the least are you worried Jesus about Christ. that burnout happening again you know I was in 10 bands at one point okay. to only focus on two <laughs> compared to 10. Yeah, I get it. Oh, is, and none of them in the same state either. So we do everything online via Discord servers or yeah. messenger chats. Being that way, I can come home after work, not talk to anybody, come into my office and work by myself. I don't have to deal with the stress of like, I need dickhead band member A to show up at bar B so I can drive <laughs> into my house and track fucking guitar tonight. Like, yeah it's easier now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome well we've been recording for about an hour i think we can call it a day uh you know feel free to promote anything you want you've given us your time so you get you know the free ad space essentially what, ah, what well, do you want to promote I'm, I'm stoked that you guys had me i've literally like i will make fun of myself i've begged i've been like yo fucking let me talk some <laughs> shit uh shout out buff corell uh for giving me the inspiration that i need on the daily uh at corell uh c-o-r that's the first shout out you do is buff corell everybody just clicked off the episode shout out buff corell for giving me what i need on the day-to-day he just did a cover of fucking Crystal Castles. Like, let's go. Um, I am a producer. I am in a ton of bands. I'm for hire. If you like music and you need somebody to help you with the music, I record, I tour, I do the works, I help book tours, I do whatever I can to make the community a better place because sometimes music is really hard. Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash underscore K-O-T-O-S-O-U-N-D, Koto Sound. I stream on Twitch. Uh, I'm on Instagram as cute and tired. Um, cute. Yep. Oh, sorry. Headphone went out. Yep. Oh, okay. It's, it's just back. plugging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I'm releasing a ton of music with Sorry and New Witch's Tongue. Uh, I'm working on other music like anime style music uh, streams. If you want leaks, I tell people all the time when I stream, I'm literally leaking all of the new music that's coming out. I've leaked New Witch's Tongue already. I recorded New Witch's Tongue album stuff on stream. So try and get in there if you want like the premium all access shit. I think that's all I have to plug. Yeah. Just uh, if you want the most unhinged platform, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I've got link dot uh, because they're stupid slash K O T O S O U N D Koto sound. Uh, book me for a live session. Book me for your fucking recordings. Book me for your bar mitzvahs and your weddings. I'll be <laughs> more of a presence in your wedding pictures than you want me to be. Let's go. I, I think that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, okay, one last question. What do you think Hell of the, yeah. what do you think of the band name Chicken Run Dreamcast? Chicken Run Dreamcast. So the part of it that I like is the Dreamcast part. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like video game references and bands get lost to like the cheesy gimmick bands, and I think video game <laughs> references and bands are sick. 
What's that Shout fucking uh, what's that band? A head kick or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they used to make music videos for video games. They made the fucking um, outro song for Deadpool. That's the first thing um, I noticed was that fucking amazing. Band. <laughs> um uh yeah. no i mean I, it just gets crammed into the gimmick stuff so i'd say the dreamcast part bands take the dreamcast part uh the other part i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a thumbs down <laughs> a chicken run fan <laughs> not 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 the chicken run. i mean because if you're gonna do chicken run you got to make a joke like chicken run for the ps2 if that was your full fucking band name i'd respect the shit out of you all day because <laughs> there was a chicken run game for ps2 so at least you're making a fucking reference you're saying Chicken run for PS2. That's what my fucking band name is. <laughs> I'm here for it. I would adapt that to chicken run on the PS2. Exactly. Yeah. Chicken run on PS2. Yeah. Well, thanks for answering that. Uh, check <laughs> us out at twitter.com slash puke. We post stuff on Twitter sometimes, mostly just me trying to make it through the fucking day um also patreon.com slash mean puke we have weekly bonus episodes discog topsy tolly hall should be starting soon jamie is gonna be our no uh our no our no holy fuck i almost did again our new lore keeper so she's gonna like you know read wikipedia for us um so i don't have to um but yeah, new Discog Topsy, new bonus pukes every other week. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash me and puke. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you, Keely, for joining us. And see Damn. you next time. See you next week. Episode. I did. <laughs> you did? What do you mean? You... The top five? No. <laughs> what the fuck, man? We, we were just recording. I was doing an interview. To who? Keely. <laughs> me and me and Ivy were doing an interview with Keely. <laughs> Just now? Yeah, man. <laughs> You're chewing really loud. <laughs> what kind of sandwich is that? I made a panini. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's go. That's so sick. You have like a press? Uh yeah. <laughs> Hey, yo, new Andre single at midnight? We gonna get the review? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next time we're doing a review is the second to week Cardigans of... and Split Ends, darn? What? <laughs> You're not trying to review Cardigans and Split Ends? I like Andreas. It's just not meeting the window. <laughs> so... <laughs>